This morning, the Supreme Court recognized that the Constitution guarantees marriage equality. Open relationship, but how do you tell your partner about it? <laughs> what a journey, right? But we still need to change. We need to listen. And I'm here to learn. Welcome to Dear Queer People. People. Hey friends, welcome to Dear Queer People, and we have a very cool, interesting episode today um, because we are going to talk about something that happened recently into our community and to talking about a very controversial viral video that went out about a party that happened in Manhattan and specifically uh, around, I don't know, 30 guests were seen dancing, drinking, not doing the social distancing that the government and every person should know as well. And then from that, well, that video went viral. Uh, that person shares all the information and, 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 and no hesitate to put everything in, in social media. And, and there were a lot of people there. So I want to have a conversation about it, about what we can do as a as a community, uh, how we can move forward. We can talk about also the cancellation culture that these people are experiencing. So I bring in um, two uh, amazing guests. And one of them is a dear group friend. Uh, admire him, of course, respect him a lot. He's a, a great journalist for a lot of outlets, media, Evan Rouse Katz with me here. Hi, thank you for <laughs> having me back. And um, we have someone that actually was uh, part of this controversy. He is a performer and he was in different also platforms in entertainment. He goes by the name of Nidra Bell uh, because he also got a beautiful voice. But his name is Chris. Hi, Chris. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here. Um the meaning uh, of this episode is basically just to have a conversation and an open dialogue about kind of like what happened and hearing you, Chris. Evan is here. Evan can jump anytime, anywhere uh, in this conversation and just have a talk about it. Yeah. So, well, basically, this party happens um, when we're not supposed to be uh, doing uh, parties. It was kind of like a circuit house party. There was a DJ involved. Uh, the DJ also um, released a video explaining himself and giving his reasons and why he does, um, why he was there. But I want to listen from you as well right now. Um, what happened tonight? How did you get there? Um, I know that also this is the top of the iceberg. These type of parties happen every weekend. It's just unfortunately and, and in a good way also went out because they can also give us this platform to to talk about well you know uh first of all I, I, as all this unfolded and you you know you you really start to question your you know you really have to look at like what you were thinking you know um in that moment um and honestly uh, you know as i think back you know I told someone that I said it was quite true that in my mind, um, you know, people point out that, <clears throat> excuse me, people point out that I had just lost a cousin 
and you know, and 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 they often say, "You know what you were doing." But in my in my mind, when when I um, received a text saying there was going to be a party that night, uh, pandemic, um, coronavirus, COVID nineteen, none of those things actually came to my mind. Uh, in my mind, it was like, "Oh, some you know, a break, something different, something you know." Um, because you hadn't you hadn't heard um, uh, of such things in a couple of weeks, and so I was like, okay, so this is you know um, finally something to do, uh, and so uh, there there were we we went, and there were of course um, there were things in your mind like okay, well you know you know you don't want to be uh, very vocal about this, so you know you know you know you don't want to be. Uh, because I was already talking to some friends who had received the same text. So we decided, you know, so I said, well, it's on the way. So you guys meet me in my house. And then we'll walk down there. Um, you know, and we're like, if it's not good, we'll leave. And and, and we got there and we, we saw a bunch of people we knew. Um, and so I think, honestly, at that, at that point, um, in the moment, whether it was, whether it came to anybody's mind that we're not supposed to be doing this or not, I think we saw, you know, we ran into people we knew and we ran into friends that we hadn't seen in so long that, uh, it, it you know, that really became a, a non-factor at the time for us or to think like, okay, guys, like we should really not be here. I wanted to say, I mean, Chris, first of all, I have a great amount of respect for you for coming on this show and also just being willing to engage in this conversation. I do not think you should be canceled by any measure. I think you are a fantastically talented person who made a mistake. I think human beings make mistakes. And so I just want to like preface that. Mm -hmm. I guess I would say my question for you is, what was your response to seeing fellow partygoers posting about this, taking videos? Because I think for a lot of people, myself included, it wasn't only seeing this party going on that was frustrating and and surprising. It was sort of the level of uh, fragrant or flagrant display of being proud of the fact that this group of people were disobeying the orders of our government. Yeah, um, I I, uh, I will tell you I I I would have. Let me clarify something as well. Uh, just because I, I, I was, as you're reading these articles, you really start to reread and see what people are, um, were saying. Uh, and it was saying that that was a big concern that, that we were posting these, um, videos. If, if we were like, look at me and we're proud that we can party and you can't, uh, I will say that, that was not the thought of most of us. And, uh, we often go back and I, I think, Look at the look at the key fact. Look at the small things, Chris. Like look at the things. Like I heard someone say to someone, "Is it all right if I tag you?" And in my and I was like, "Why would you ask?" Like, first of all, I was surprised that the person said yes, and I was like, "Why would you ask? Why would you ask that?" And I remember the same person never asked if they could tag me, but I was tagged. Um, and I I remember I had a, two videos in my phone. In, but I knew in my mind not to post these. And so to be a part of that and see those, because I didn't even know about them until uh, until after, until after the party, um, I would have never, never, I would have never said, um, I would have known, I do know better than to post that. Not saying that it's any better, um, 
but I would have never posted it. And uh, so it was kind of, um, at that point, you're thinking, well, we can't go back. But you're thinking, what in the world? Are you an idiot to think that it's okay to just post this? Yeah, I I believe in, in Chris. Um, let, me, let me also uh, jump into what Evan was saying about this is a safe space and we're not here to attack you or to or to anything. We just have just want to have a really good conversation about it. Um, and these videos were posted by, um, his name is Ian Frost. Mm -hmm. um, and then people from there start to take him down and people also put their Instagram handles out. And you were one of the ones that actually say, you know what, I'm going to face this. I am not going to disappear. Um, you have receiving also the threats and, and very racist comments about you um, thanks to this. But I think my question will be, um, I know that it was not okay to post it in social media. And yeah, it was very frustrating because also it was a, It, it it wasn't not even one or two videos. It was a few, a lot. 51. And then yeah, and then 51. the party continued. The party continued till Tuesday. This this was uploaded like around Monday, Monday night, and then the party continues till Tuesday at 11 a.m. And kind of like we were still tracking in live <laughs> everything that it was happening till actually Ian left the party. Um, so that was also very very shocking as well. We know that we shouldn't post this. Uh, uh, Evan, do you want to say something? No, I was just going to jump in. I mean, like one thing that happened in real time was that I commented on one of Ian's photos on Instagram um, saying, you should be ashamed of yourself, as should all those in attendance oh, yes. at your party. This blatant disregard for our healthcare workers yes. and human lives is disgraceful. And Ian responded during I, the party oh. to me saying a couple of those healthcare workers were here also, shrug emoji. And so it just was like this... Um, Again, we were the shock of it all happening, but then him sort of no, not even being in any sense apologetic, but actually just sort of doubling down and defending his right to party. I think that was also, and I laugh just because you kind of have to laugh, um, but that was also what piled on to this already seemingly awful situation was, again, that flagrant display and that pride in going against what was supposed to be being done, which is to stay inside by ourselves. I I I I think I I still have that screenshot in my phone because I was extremely extremely baffled. <laughs> because I'm like even in, I'm like clearly that happened in the moment that this was still going on. And that's your response? Like I understand like you may not know the severity of what's happening or being called out or like in that moment, but I'm like, of all responses, that's your response. And I, I, I saw how you how you commented on it and, to, and said, you know, it's a weird flex. Um I, I was just yeah, I was I was speechless. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, I was speechless about that. Well, um, not only even uh, and Ian coming right away in lifetime, but also um, even uh, receive uh, DM also kind of like I think it was a comment and and Evan can can um, corroborate that uh, one of the also party attendants tell him, hey, you know what? Let the people leave. We all have the the antibodies already. Let people leave. 
So I think that also aggravates more the situation towards it and actually how the people respond more than as a community or more, more than beyond the council culture itself. But how we respond to that party or to what we were witnesses is just the way that people respond to it. They were just completely defensive and it was completely... There was no sensibility towards anything that is happening right now. And we have, as you know, of course, you're an entertainer as well. We have fellow drag queens. We have people in the community that are trying to make a living as well, doing live Instagrams or doing whatever they can. And these people are also, uh, and I'm quoting Alec, the DJ, that he was there, just justifying their actions. And I think that was more aggravating as well. Right. Very much so. Um, because, uh, and I, I don't think, again, I think when this first, when this first happened, I, I don't think that people really thought through, um, and, and I'll tell you, I, I, uh, so this all started a phone right before, I remember right before going, going to sleep, uh, and, um, you know, I, I caught a glimpse of it. I was like, oh, well, this is, this is not going to be good. And I remember going to sleep and waking up about 6 p.m. And I have all these texts and all these calls. And I remember my publicist calls and goes, what the hell is going on? And, you know, I had to wake up in that moment and and hear, she goes, I'm getting all these calls from all these outlets saying, uh, you were at a party during the pandemic? And so I'm like, oh, my goodness. And, you know, I, I remember I had to do an interview uh, like right after waking up. And so I think to, to, you know, I remember how I felt then where it was like, oh my gosh, like I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to gather all my thoughts about what happened. Um, but but I, I think, you know, I think in their minds that, that some of them didn't think it was as serious as, as it is. Well, I know people that are not thinking actually, like I know people by knowing them personally that are thinking that this is not a big thing. Right. The thing is like when you have the rates of death that this country and this city specifically have, it's, uh, there's no, like, there's no one more blind than the one they don't want to see, you mm -hmm. know? So it, it is very easy also to, I understand, I also want to party with my friends or at least see them and hug them. <laughs> just easy as that. Not even party. I just want to be able to go back and like like me, any other human being in this world, you know? So um, it, it, it feels very, very out of line completely, everything that is happening. And then after that, the reactions, you know? So what was going maybe through your mind um, in during that party, and then have you have contact with Alex or or Ian or any of these attendants to this party recently? Uh, like to to know like what was going on with it. I have had contact with um, a few people from the party actually, um, and what's so funny is because you you realize that. Um, well, which is which is which is probably another message that that well, I mean, now that that is probably very clear. I talked to someone who was there who said, "Oh my gosh, like all these articles, they go, this is like, oh, oh, like, oh, like this party has gone like, you know, world news." I was like, "Well, yes." I'm like, "Yes, it's a week later. How do you just get this?" I was like. It, it's a pandemic. Like, it's a worldwide problem. I said, if we're in the epicenter of 
I said, why do you think all these people are commenting? We're in the epicenter of this, of this, of this problem. And we were at a party when, when the whole world essentially is being told to stay, to be, to stay inside, stay quarantined, um, and, you know, just give up life as, as you normally know it. I said, it's a week later and you're just getting that. You know, and so, um, and I, I so I, I ran into Ian yesterday, um, and and I hadn't heard from him. Um, I hadn't heard from him since he posted his apology, uh, and so at some point there was kind of some kind of uh, anger there. Uh, but you know what? Then I said, at the end of the day, this happened. We can't go back. Um, you know, so I, I was like, I don't really, I can't, and I'm not going to harbor these these, these feelings anymore to, you know, uh, cause I'm, I mean, I'm sure, honestly, I'm sure, uh, he and, he and Alec probably got it worse than I did. Uh, and, um, I had been in contact with Alec, um, and, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I think it's just a whole whirlwind of, of things in a whole whirlwind of, of people who have been in different places and have experienced this differently. Uh, so yeah, that, that's always hard to deal with as well. I think, I think one thing that you make really clear that I think it's important for people to understand is that not everyone that was in attendance at this party is, has a monolithic response to how they feel about it. I mean, even in talking to you right now, you seem to be a little bit more re- reflective on the situation or in you seem to, you seem to be inflecting on this situation in a way that we did not see from Alec or Ian. I think when, Alec released his nine minute, some people would call it an apology video. I would not. Um, I would call it an explanation video. When that video came out earlier this week, I remember, I mean, it's hard to watch for a number of reasons, some of which I won't get into and just encourage people, not even encourage people, they can watch it if they want to. Mm -hmm. But I think what was uh, frustrating, and I, I keep coming back to that word, about watching that video was it's like, even with all of the backlash which i can understand is probably very overwhelming when it's all coming at you very fast from a lot of people who are using a lot of you know people were making accusations about drug use that were sort of some below the belt accusations Mm -hmm. i understand that one might get defensive however in that video was still not an admission that what they had done was wrong, that he regretted doing it. It's sort of, it was creeping in that space, but it never quite landed on that. And I think it made it harder for people like myself to move on because it was like, I, even talking to you right now, I'm going to come away from this being like, okay, clean slate. Like Chris is a good guy who made a mistake. I still don't feel that way about Alec given that nine minute video. Yeah, especially and sorry to interrupt, so you can you can go ahead, Chris. But especially when you are giving an apology, quotes apology, and actually make people and invite people to actually think and educate themselves and be informed about the situation. When it's like a very double standard to say that, you know. So I think that actually aggravates more the situation. It was yeah, it was very. So we were. <clears throat> So I'll, I, because I, I said this um, in, in interviews past, I said, I remember uh, when I called my publicist and I said, um, I said that Wednesday when I posted that video, I said, you know, I thought about it Tuesday all day. And I said to her, I said, before I went live, I said, here's the thing. I said, I've come to the conclusion. I'm not, I was like, I'm not apologizing. 
I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, because I was like, I'm just, I'm just not. And I remember, um, not really, I didn't, I didn't do that in that video. Um, and it's so funny because, um, I'm, I'm the kind of person, and this, this has really taught me a lot about, um, you know, really self, self growth and self care, no matter what really goes on, um, with your surroundings. Uh, because I, I was fully aware, I'm, I'm fully aware how, how a lot of this works, where you can apologize, you can put out there and say, I'm going to apologize for everything that every, I'm going to make a comment, say, what should I apologize for? And everything that every person comments, I'm going to apologize for. And somebody's still going to be unhappy. Um, and so when I posted that video and people were like, you know, it was a non-apology, as the week went on and I started hearing from close friends and from people that really knew me and said, you know, they would call and say, I love you and I still support you. They said, but you got to apologize. And I started to think and I started to, because I'm like, you know, and, and, and I think in, in most of our minds was like, what is the big deal? Like, really, what is the big deal? And so as, as, as people break that down to you and as you really, you know, see what's going on and, and you realize that people, there are people who are, who are really risking their lives uh, working on the front lines. And, and there are really people who are really upset that they have lost, um, you know, and, and so have lost loved ones. And, then, and, and a lot of people are not saying, yes, you did this. You have killed the, the 10 people that have come, you know, before you. But it's saying that, what if, that this is that serious, that you were in a position where you could potentially cause this and spread this to another thousand people. And so I think um, as the week went on, I was like, damn, yes, you need to apologize because, uh, and, you know, and I'm like, um, you can't apologize for the action because it happened, but you can apologize the fact that, that, that you were there and that, that, uh, that you, that you are sorry and remorseful that it happened because, um, because people need to hear that in this time as well, because people are in a place of hurt. People are in a place of pain. People are in a place of uncertainty. Uh, and, and that could be the thing that really does comfort them. And, and, and you really need to connect with that feeling for people, because guess what? We're not, you're not in this alone. They're not in this alone. This, we are really in this together, literally. And you know what? I think you even saying that now, it's like by saying everything that you just said, and as well as you just said it, it kind of deflates anyone coming after you because you've owned up to your action. And so I guess what one thing I'm curious for you moving forward, especially because not everyone is as, I'm going to use the word evolved as you um, when it comes to handling a situation like this. And, and I do want to, you know, give space to the fact that I imagine it's quite overwhelming to have this cavalcade of people coming after you after a situation like that, I think that the pile on effect is there's two ways you can think about it. I mean, on the one hand, it could be said that it's productive in getting a lot of attention on bad behavior and therefore using that as sort of a, a template of what not to do. One could also argue about the effects of, you know, this sort of driving those who did something wrong to do something potentially harmful for themselves. So I feel two ways about that. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to know your thoughts on where you want the conversation to go from here, because we're in the situation now in which 
you know, you're doing this lovely thing and, and we're having this lovely conversation right now and sort of uh, talking about the aftermath of it all. But it seems like some of those in attendance still haven't reached uh, the level of, I don't, correct me if I'm mischaracterizing it, but remorse or, or regret that you have. Where do you want to see the conversation go, especially seeing how this story has picked up such massive attention, both on social media and in the press? Yeah. Um, you know, I would say someone, um, because I've seen some things posted from some some friends of mine, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to come back from this. Um, but one particular person said, you know, now you're you're using cancel culture uh, to talk about, you know, when you're deflecting the cancel culture, when you haven't even been canceled, but you want to have a conversation about redemption. And I go, oh. And so in all this, you know, I was like, wow, this is, this is really true because, you know, it, people have talked about canceling you, but you have not actually um, been canceled, but what have you done to, you know? And so you came out with a non-apology and that's when people were kind of like, okay, the, you know, um, but, but the, I guess because that has always been in the forefront of my mind that, that um, when something like this happens, that is our immediate response. And um, I'm very much a, a person of, you know, let's think about the other side. Yes. That, that may have, whatever they have done has, may has been, uh, it may have been terrible. It may have been wrong. Uh, but what whatever we do, you know, I always say that, remember that um, your response causes uh, effect, you know, and, and, and I guess that's really the conversation that I really wanted to put out there because I've seen too many times um, where people get dragged or people do something and, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, in our eyes, like, we're like, I can't believe they did that. And and you have a whole community or a whole group of people coming after you. Um, but no one says to say, you know, what about help for this person? Because there, there's, there are steps that we can find to, uh, and that's not with everybody, but with, with a lot of cases to say, what, what can we do to make sure that this person doesn't do this again and that they get the proper help that they need? Uh, but I feel like I never really hear that. Um, and so I guess in my mind, that's what it, automatically switch to. Um, but, but again, even in this, a conversation of, of how we really, I mean, people really, really, you know, they came for us and uh, understandable, but, um, just, just the extent to where, where, where some people took it, it was just, wow. It was, you know, I was just, I, I was shocked and I was just like, really, you know, um, so yeah, I mean, the, I, I would love to, to get the conversation. I would love to see it to go say what when is too far, when is too much, um, because because there is that possibility that that you know um, someone could be driven who hasn't dealt with this kind of thing could be driven to a place uh, where they feel like okay maybe it'd be best to you know just just do something myself about this, you know, and, and, and you never want to see that. I think my heart is that I never want to see that happen to anyone. And so I think in my head, that's where that, 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 that's where that went because I wanted to stand up for everybody who was being attacked in that moment um, and I, prevent that. And that, that totally makes sense. I think that there's, this is an extremely nuanced conversation in that there's a lot of people who have 
rightful anger. Mm -hmm. And then there are a lot of people, actually, there might be people who have rightful anger who then take that rightful anger and take it to a place that it doesn't need to go and deflate their own anger by misconstruing the actions of that anger. Or, you know, um, I certainly think, I certainly understand that. I do want to counter though by saying, I think in the case of, let's use Alec as an example, because he's someone who was really getting a lot of this because he had come out saying that he had a mask on, he was socially distancing, and then here photos and videos emerged in which his mask is around his neck, which is, you know, for anyone that doesn't know, that's not how wearing a mask works. And in that instance, because he made that video, it's like, in my mind at least, he chose to step in it again. And so I have to imagine if you go through something like this, kind of like what I saw you do, which was you logged out for the time being. Um, at least that's what it seemed from my perspective, that you chose to sort of take a beat. When I see people issuing these sort of like haphazard apologies right away, it doesn't actually feel sincere because sometimes you need to take a beat to inflect upon what has happened before you decide the next course of action. And so I think in these cases, I, I, to an extent, yes, I am sympathetic to the idea that the pylon can undoubtedly be very extreme and oftentimes veer into mean spirited. At the same time though, you have the option, not, not you, Chris, I mean, you, anyone, right. you have the option to not look at that, take a few days, figure out where your head is at, get yourself centered again. And so I just, people, we as individuals have a lot of power to, it. We, we control ourselves in a lot of ways. And so even when forces seem to be working against us, I just don't want to make it that this person seem entirely like a victim because of the pylon effect, because in a sense, it's like you have the option, especially given the time we're living in, to ignore the haters. Mm -hmm. Which which is very true, and 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 um, when when people started saying stuff like that, like you know, oh, like you're trying to turn it, um, that you're in, and again, you, I didn't I didn't think about it like that either, um, and so you're like, okay, this, then that's not what I wanted to do because I don't want anybody to think that I, what was me, um, because you know, at the end of the day, I was at this party, um, but 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 also too, I will say because. It's so easy, and this this is the thing about social media um, that I'm finding, well, that I've definitely learned this week, uh, is that it's so easy for people to take what, what others, like what someone has written, and um, people are going to take it as, I'll tell you personally, Alec is one of, my, Alex, one of my best friends, and when he posted that about him wearing a mask, he meant is it in his everyday life. He didn't mean at that party. And I can tell you personally that I, I have, when I tell you when this thing started, um, it was, I, I wasn't watching the news. Um, Alec was the one because I didn't need you because Alec was giving me these updates. Alec would send me these texts about what's going on, how many people have died and what was, you know, what you needed to do, what need, that we need to start wearing masks. And I, when I tell you this boy cleans his house I've never seen somebody clean a, an apartment so much in my life. And so he was referring to in his everyday life, but people thought, and I, because I'm like, well, common sense people, clearly the boy wasn't wearing a mask in the video. So clearly he wasn't saying that he wasn't lying to say he was wearing a mask and didn't think that videos came forth. He was saying that he, he has been um, practicing social distancing in his everyday life. Um, and, and people took it as if he was saying that, like, like he's going to be dumb enough to say, Oh, I'm practicing social distancing. I'm wearing my mask every day, and I wore it to the party. That's that's not what he was saying by any means. 
so in this case, someone that is so aware of everything that is happening, so aware of everything that it needs to be done in terms of social distancing, in terms of cleaning, in terms of taking care of yourself, taking care of others. I saw, I perceived that like a need of attention in that video, in that explanation of what happened, not to put the word um, apology. Because uh, uh, honestly, I would say it's so funny because um, I, so when, when this happened uh, and I didn't know that Alec was DJing uh, and it, it wasn't until the last minute when we were like, maybe we'll go. That somebody goes, so, uh, and I think in my head when it was like, okay, well, I don't know, maybe we'll go, maybe we won't. I think uh, that was actually the deciding factor because I'm like, well, that's my best friend. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go. Um, so it's so funny because we actually never had that conversation of him and I never had that conversation about like, oh, maybe like, you know, what are we going to do? Like, or, or he never called me to say, oh, um, I've been asked to do this. Um, and I don't really know, you, you know, what to do as far as like, you know, what's going on right now with this pandemic. Um, and I know like, you know, especially as, as, as freelance artists, sometimes like we get opportunities where people are like, um, how much do you want for this gig? And, you know, I, you, you, I'm learning, I say, you know, you always start high and if, you know, and if that's the case, you talk them down. And so I think that it might've been one of those situations. So I think in his head, he was like, okay, so I, you know, uh, I'm getting what I asked for. And, and, you know, whether he thought like, maybe it'll never reach people or not. You know, I think in his head, he thought, well, you know, to, to make that kind of money in this, in this time, not, not saying that it's right, not saying that it's okay, you know, but I think, uh, for someone who, you know, where, where we are like, Oh, okay. Somebody's offering me a gig right now, and 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 saying how much do I want for it? Um, I think that uh, you know it, the first thing in your mind was like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, um, let's make this money or something, you know. But I mean, I can't speak for him or or, or to that. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, was it worth it after a couple of weeks after yeah. everything happened? People are calling oh, it the runner rave or the Met Gala. Um, was it worth it all this for a party to just disconnect from everything that is happening? It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was. De it definitely was not. Um, and 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 although, uh, and, uh, let me tell you something about the gays. We are we are clever people. <laughs> we, um, and not that it was. Let me tell you, the, the meth gala was actually that is that is hilarious. Um, you know, and especially just that somebody put together that it was the time that the Met Gala was supposed to be and this happened. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, but, you know, there, there are a lot of people like who are very much responding to stuff and like, you know, and, and saying to different people who they know were there, you know, you and your meth head friends. And I'm like, OK, this is what we love to do, though. We love to generalize. We love to put everybody, you know what I'm saying? And 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 it's just that is the part that is just. It's it's hard. It's hard to deal with. It's hard to, uh, you know, uh, because that, that's not, and then there was a comment that there was a, a pixelated picture uh, of of a trans girl like bent over the DJ booth, um, and and it was said that she was uh, giving the DJ a blowjob. And I'm like, first of all, there is a whole DJ set in between her 
uh, equipment in between her and 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 uh, the DJ. So then we then we start you know things start getting out of control and things start these comments of what's happening and people and people you know are are one thing we also do the game we we love to say say what is uh, when we don't really know what is you know saying um, I we we have screen captures of this and that and I was like. I, you know, and in, in my mind, because I'm the first one to be like, listen, I would just love to comment on all these and say, please show me. Um, but again, with this, especially, I was like, okay, like you said, like Evan said, you know, I, I said, let me just take a beat. <laughs> let me let me sit <laughs> back. And I had to call my publicist one time and say, listen, I'm like, I, I just want to get on. And just kind of, she goes, don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And, I, and I'm glad I didn't. Because at the end of the day, people are going to think what they think. Um, and you know, you can only do what you can do. Um, because honestly, I'm the kind of person where I want to, everybody who has been affected by this, everybody who I know was there, like, honestly, you know, in the, in that moment when he posted those videos of of all of us dancing and stuff, it literally was a moment of, oh my gosh, like it was, everybody felt the music. But so you want to defend everybody, but I realized that's not my job, nor is it my, um, you know, it, it's really, it's not, it's not my, it, I can't do that, you know? Um, so, so, you know, we all have to go through what we go through and, and I got to make sure that I'm okay. How we can move forward from this. We know that these type of parties happen every weekend. Uh, we know that it's not going to stop, but maybe with this whole conversation, we can inspire someone. We can uh, make someone wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, to say, hey, you know what? I was invited to this party. I was invited to this type of experience because not only just is drugs and and parties and sex, uh, there are more around as well that people are not talking about. Um, I'm not going. Um, I, mean, I, I think. I'm, well, I'm hoping too that th- that this whole experience, uh, just because uh, how it initially happened and because during the week how the 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 back and forth. I'm, I'm hoping that people, you know, uh, I, I know that I definitely do it. Somebody goes, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to stay my ass at home from now on. Um, and I'm hoping that people really do get, so, you know, yes, it's hard in a time like this because whoever's in office, you know, you're like, well, you know, I don't know if they can take that as a valid word, but we, we've, we've been, we have to follow this procedure and everybody has taken, um, taken the idea to say, okay, you know what, we're going to stay home. So if that's what, and I'm not a fan of doing what everybody's doing, but clearly, but um, if this if this is what's going to help us get back to a somewhat normal place, or or you know, where who knows if we'll ever see normalcy again, but it'll help us to get out the house uh, together, you know, and 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 um, people have expressed. They said, "Listen, you know, I've had people say we all want to get out." We all want to be with our friends. We all want to, you know, um, and they said, but we, it'll be better. And it was, this is true because it's something that's going to be lost for, for us who were there um, when everybody is out. There's something that's going to be lost because, you know, people are going to, not that they were going to tell you to stay in your house, but there's going to be the side eye like, oh, yeah, you, you know, you did this a little earlier than the rest of us. Uh, and I think that, you know, it just needs to, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm like, what does that look like? You know, because you can't tell people are going to do what they want to do. And I'm sure there's going to be parties that still happen. And, uh, you know, but I'm like, at this point, um, hopefully, 
uh, if we all do our part to stay in the house, this thing will be over sooner than than later. Um, and so then, it, it, you know, because it, it's like, you're like, I, you know, every, I think everybody thinks I, I can't be the person to affect this. I can't be the person to extend this. Uh, but look at it now. We went from what we were supposed to be, what was it, uh, the beginning of May? And then we went to May 15th. And then now we're going to June. Um, and so although you don't know, just think of it that you, that, that it may be, that it may be you. Um, and, and that, you know, the, the, the sooner we get out of this, the better. And, 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 and that we, that you're not the only one in this and that we're all in this together. It, it, it should be, well, honestly, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky in the fact that, um, I think, again, I, I think reaction, you know, was so fast on this and, uh, that, I was honestly, because I stopped and I worried. I said, "What? What if that is the case? What if people say, you know, we will cancel? You know, the the like, I, I've seen comments of, I hope he never works again. I hope he never gets booked again.' And I'm like, you know, and then you start to think, what is that reality? What if nobody ever books me again? Like, like for for the, you know, and for this one thing, um, you know, that I, that I've made a mistake on, and so, um. Luckily, during this pandemic, you know, there's not really a lot going on. So, um, so, so I had the had the time to to to, to talk about this kind of thing uh, because you know I I don't think for this reason um, that people's careers should be uh, ended. You know, I think we should find it to be a teachable moment and a learning moment uh, for them for us uh, and uh, a moment to grow from. And so, this is why I'll tell you. I was, I was all week. I was like, oh gosh, Evan's going to be on this call. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, up, Evan. <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And so, you know, cause I just didn't know what to expect. Um, but you would think that, that people come to, to the table like this and, and, and can say, you know, I understand you have a different, you know, you have, you're coming from a different place than where I'm coming from, but we're adults and we have both have level heads and that we can come and have a conversation about why you thought this was wrong and, and, and what uh, you thought I, how I should have handled it. You know, it never has to be an, uh, an uh, you, uh, you need to, you know, but a, but a conversation and that's how people learn. And that's how we learn from each other. And that's how we grow from each other. I totally agree. And I will just say like from a tactical approach as someone who is finds himself calling people out on social media often. I will note that I went into your DMs about this versus calling you out publicly, A, out of respect for you, but because I noticed that the, a huge difference in terms of the indiscretion is, again, that someone like Ian, I went and wrote on his wall because he was the one posting 51 videos about this. I feel like I would not paint you as a victim here. Obviously, you attended that party, but I understand that people coming for you and, and, and blasting you, that to me felt rather unproductive in that for you specifically i was like this is someone who i who i know who they are i would rather go into their dms and say hey i'm really disappointed in you which is what i did um but i don't think that 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 is i think that there is room for as you pointed out a conversation like the one today and i feel completely i mean i never uh had anything against you i always was like this is someone who i like that made a dumb decision i will not really i mean from this conversation i don't think i'm going to take my foot off of 
Alec or Ian's uh, necks, I mean that uh, metaphorically, um, until there's a more substantive apology and or reflection on what on on what they've done. But that said, I totally am in agreement with you that I feel I would I'm always much more of the desire to have these conversations with people than I am to just yell at a person in silo. I don't subscribe to cancel culture at all. Um, And so I think that if nothing else, and obviously Carlos is really great for providing this platform, but I I think that a lot of people can come away from this with a, a better understanding of the choices you made that I wish that someone like an Alec or an Ian would have provided that similar context. I not to say it would save them, but I think that you know there's something to be said about owning one's mistakes because I always come back to this quote from Gypsy, but Mama Rose says, "Nobody laughs at me because I laugh at me first. And I always think about that because it's like if you own your shit, it just it takes away people's ammunition. To, to some extent, I was talking about this uh, yesterday, and I go. You know, because again, I don't think most of us have ever dealt with with the the kind of like messages, social media uh, backlash. So, and it's so funny because after two or three days, it kind of it died down. And so I was like, okay, I was like, were we making a big deal of this? When we, you know, then we thought, and I'm like, you know, and I'm at this point, which I think something should be said. I don't think anybody should make any more videos. Um, uh, I think uh, that I, I would hope something is, is, is learned from all of us um, that were involved and in, in that, uh, you know, we continue to grow in that sense. But, uh, I, you know, I, at this point, I'm, and I'm wondering if it's, if it's actually counterproductive to, to you know, um, to even put out anything more. <laughs> Just like, I feel like the people have kind of stopped talking about it. So yeah, I mean, this feels like a bookend to the conversation. Right, right. We're not agree with canceling culture. We're not agree with dead threats. We're not agree with racism. Uh, we're not agree with a lot of things that we need to take back actually and and think before react. We also need that the person that made a mistake recognizes as well and own yeah, it really. and, and have the responsibility to own it. And that's it. Nothing else. No justifying, no excuses, no nothing. Own it. And then how you can move up, you know, how you can move forward and how you can do better towards your own community, towards your own platform, no, no matter what that it is. Even something else before we, we end up, because we can talk about this hours. No, I just, I really do want to thank you, Chris. And I, I, I really want to encourage people to, in situations when they uh, are angry or outraged about something, I'm not asking that they let go of that, but I think it's really important to, if you can, engage with the person who has angered or outraged you and try to get a sense of where they're coming from. And I find that conversations like the ones we all just had are way more productive than berating someone or sending them death threats or canceling them or whatnot. And so I feel, I, and Chris, I hope you feel similarly. I feel like we reached a, a place in the conversation that hopefully everyone can have taken something away from this. And I just have a great amount of respect for you for coming and chatting with us. Thank both. You. Yeah. And, and you know, because it, it really is like you, like you said, you know, that even if we're angry to take the time, because I'll, I'll tell you, I, I said, I, I go to, uh, 
my publicist, Yvonne Forbes, who shout out to her, who has been amazing through this whole thing. I said to her, I said, well, this, I said, this, um, this conversation with Carlos and Evan is the last time I want to have this conversation with anybody about this. And it's so funny because I've done interviews all week and this is, this is, is the culmination of it has been so different because now we I've had, we've had time and every day I've had time to kind of like process and it's been time to like understand people's anger, but also in me to calm down from seeing these, these comments and, and, you know, it's been, I've had time to reflect. And so it, now it has turned into a, 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 a different and a more civil and a calmer and a, a you know, just an easier conversation to have. So uh, we appreciate you, Chris. Thank you. We appreciate you. We're very grateful for you. Um, I just want to say to you and to all, any other person that is listening and, and that is putting in a difficult situation beyond what happened to you and what happened recently into, in towards the community and what is happening in this pandemic that you guys are loved, you guys are, are welcome, that you guys are worthy, and that no matter what anyone said, you guys should know that better. Uh, we appreciate you, Chris. We respect you. Uh, we we respect your work as well. And we cannot wait to see you on the stage very soon. Yeah, hopefully. Like there, so. Thank you guys so much. Bye-bye. Thank you.